We're five episodes away from a new season. Heather, there's no new season when you just season three it up as coming it goes. right at you. Five <laughs> episodes away, but we are on season two, episode fifteen, right now. Which is technically what episode? It's like, whose line is it, anyways? Where the seasons don't matter and the episodes are just made up. <laughs> That's very true. Okay, so welcome to the Baking It Down podcast with Sugar Cookie Marketing, Heather. What is sugar cookie marketing? Goodness, you are intense with that voice pitch. I, I, I'm. It's because I talk so much today. Now I'm like harnessing my... Hello, Heather. Welcome to sugar cookie marketing. <laughs> if you're here at sugar cookie marketing, baking it down podcast, you have probably run out of stuff to listen to on Spotify, which is fine. We're here for you <laughs> um, for about an hour because you guys ask. We kind of t- talk about marketing bakery businesses with a focus on sugar cookies because that's all Corey knows how to do. And I don't know how to do anything, so <laughs> the powers combined, we have, we have one dimensional. <laughs> we can sell a cookie. Right. So what we talk about is kind of the intro, which your ears are bleeding to currently. And then we go to the marketing minutes, which is a bit more about some marketing ideas. And then we take a left at the business of baking, a right at course coverage. We reverse back to voicemails. We hustle on over to group stuff. We wing it at Twinterest. We touch on our sponsors. And I did check the mailbag today. That um rendition of our podcast setup sounds like a northern virginia commute during rush hour <laughs> a little bit more cursing a little bit more horn <laughs> but it's a crazy thing is um this morning we wake up to a member request to join the group and it's our mom our schmarm schmarm so it. mom if you're listening to the podcast finally it's only taking you a season two episode 15s to get here mom tell heather to stop <laughs> <laughs> welcome greg ask my mom if there's a podcast um but Speaking of commutes, I wanted to talk about that in the marketing minutes. As you guys know, I am a felon. I'm just kidding. Um, I have a speeding problem, apparently. I haven't gotten a speeding ticket in over five years, but I brought the record to a close. (laughs) When all four cylinders in my tiny little sedan uh, were firing right in front of a police officer from Fairfax County's finest boys in blue. How fast were you going on your ticket? 20 over. 20 over guys in Which sounds Virginia. shocking if you live in a small town but in northern virginia if you're not going 20 over they'll eat you alive yeah because people are going to just look at you not like saying you're a that my person. sin is uh, okay northern virginia it just consists of a lot a lot of roads a ton of traffic and how fast can you get from this stoplight to the next stoplight right, if um, you're big toe isn't already on the gas pedal when the light is thinking about turning green somebody will honk at you i mean it, it, it's ruthless i try to do the boop boop like a little boop it usually comes out like a burn <laughs> <laughs> but that is northern virginia and to say speeding is appropriate it is not shame on you heather but do a lot of people do it here they do did heather get caught she did <laughs> That's that's what I always heard. Like, so you always say, like, officer, everybody else around me was speeding, and the officer comes to you and says, "Have you ever gone fishing?" Yeah. yeah. What does that have to do with this? Did you catch every fish? Anyways, I was the fish that got caught. <laughs> <laughs> so now I gotta be strung up and descaled at the Fairfax County Courthouse tomorrow. But it brings a great perspective to me. So typically, when I talk about client communications, I'm on the non-client side. I'm on the business side. Who, you know, I'm constantly, I need to communicate more. I need to do this. Mm-hmm. But on in this, I hired this lawyer. Granted, I only paid the guy $350. That was, was his quote. so cringy shopping for a lawyer. It was so, she's cringy? like, what do you think of this one? What do you think, think of this cringy. one? We were literally just looking at photos of these people. I don't think it was cringy. I, okay, if you've ever gotten a ticket, 
which maybe I have gotten more than one. The rule of thumb is to hire a lawyer close enough to the courthouse that he could throw a rock and hit it. The reason being he often at that, prox- enough. <laughs> at that proximity to the courthouse, he's often inside said courthouse and knows a lot of the people because hiring a lawyer isn't hiring somebody who aced their What's the lawyer bar. Exam? bar exam? It's hiring somebody who's really good at rubbing shoulders. That is really it's what you're paying what into. It's what you know. It's who, who you, you know. know. True and true and true. So I hired a guy, great reviews on Google, very close to the courthouse. The guy I was going to hire, it turns out Corey had already hired him and he was terrible. I hired him 12 so, years ago <laughs> in a past life when I was a Corey and I have been center. paying for Northern Virginia Rose ever since we started speeding on him. Um, but no, so this gentleman, uh, I even came out with our correspondence communication log just so uh, to- everyone knows, I'm unzipping my jacket, not making use of sounds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Mr. Raj, um, I sent a solicitation to say, would you be willing to take this course, I, uh, this court case? I sent that on August 28th, Saturday at 12.05. He called me back two minutes later. Yeah. Heather literally got the ticket at 12, sent an email at 12.05, and the dude called at 12.08. <laughs> right. So um, was he the only lawyer I contacted? No. Was he the first to call me back? Yes. Man was thirsty for a bite. That's making unnecessary uh, Taking noises. off my ring. So he's putting them on the loudest part of the desk she can possibly put them on. Okay. So that was 12.05. He calls me back at 12.08. And I say, yeah, cool. I'm into it. He says, when you get a chance, scan the ticket in. I did that that same night at 5.51, also sending in my driving record, which is a plus five, which is perfect in Virginia. Um, for now. For now. <laughs> May not be able to say that tomorrow. Okay, so that was the first day on the 29th, which is a Sunday. Raj was working very late. Apparently, he sends me an invoice. It was cookie con that week, so I clearly went out of town. But And one day when Corey was taking classes, I got I paid his invoice on September 2nd, and then I signed all the documents, returned them on September 2nd, and he confirmed on September 2nd that he got them. There was a lot of, a lot of business happening between August 28th and the 2nd. <laughs> but I want to say that every time I email this guy, he emails me back within a couple hours. True. Right. Heather really, was all about it. I was really all about how efficient his communication was. But as you can see me going here, my mental state is that I started expecting that level of communication because he had initiated it. Yeah. So she's going from super happy and you're going to watch her. I got to witness it in person uh, to go to disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to say, I want to walk you guys through why. So I pay him on the second. Really, honestly, uh, I he had recommended that I take a driver's improvement course. I said, okay, and I said the next correspondence would be me sending that document that I had completed it. September 16th, I took the course and gave him the confirmation. Corey. I just scooted him over. So they don't need to right move. There. They don't need to move. You put them down, and now they can stay there. <laughs> okay. So on September 16th, I send him the course completion certificate. He confirms he got it. And then I ask him if I should go do a volunteer thing, which you guys heard me say at the thrift shop. On the 10th? I send him a confirmation of the volunteer paperwork. Here's the worst part of it. Corey and I got a lifetime deal on a mail tracking software, so I can see when anybody opens my emails. And when they don't, it sends me a notification, this email has never been opened. Okay. I would like everyone to know that when Heather sent you an email. My family hates when I send them an email from a specific (laughs) tribe. So Raj never opened that email. Even to this day, he has not opened that email. I bet he will tonight around 10 p.m. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So um, on the day that I sent him the volunteer completion, I actually sent him every document that he would need to print off in the courtroom, everything perfectly organized. Heather's very annoyingly efficient. (laughs) 
Um, but he never opens it. So that beautiful work I put in there and then on a Sunday, so my court date is this Wednesday. On Sunday, I print off everything myself, assuming that there might be a slight possibility that Raj is not going to be there. Heather's getting a little doubt at this point, but not enough to vocalize it to me yet. I have a feeling I'm starting to like brush up on my bar exam because I have a feeling it's going to be Heather PLC. <laughs> so I so I sent him an email last night. Again, I'm only paying the dude three hundred fifty dollars. It was his quote. I assume if he needed to afford just the office in Fairfax County, he's got a ton of clients he's running through. Right. So I wouldn't be expect to be at the top of his docket because I've provided him all the information. But I cannot help but acknowledge now that Heather's at the top of her docket, <laughs> she's really wanting to as a lawyer myself <laughs> i'm not a lawyer um so i sent him an email yesterday mm-hmm. again it includes all the information i provided but this time in bold it says where do you want me to meet you and at what time okay can i take over nah, yeah she has not gotten a response at this point this was my this was yesterday yesterday night, night last night it was yesterday many, many at 1 <laughs> So then I come into work today, happy-go-lucky, heart on my sleeve, love in my heart. I wasn't stressed. I just made some jokes that I think I'll be self-representing. So and where should I find the prosecutor? It was a ripe, and, ripe 1.30, and my stomach is literally eating itself. And I said, can we go get some food? And Heather said, yeah, just give me like five more minutes to finish something. Then I'm just sitting on the floor because I'm waiting to go because my stomach is just so hungry. And then I just see her on the phone. I can only like see the bottom of her chin and the bottom of the phone. That is a key point is that Corey was sitting on the floor at this time and not working. <laughs> this is Heather. Raj, <laughs> quick question. <laughs> Are you alive? <laughs> then on our way to lunch, because Raj What did, did I say? I said, hey, Raj, I sent you all the information you'll need for court tomorrow. Uh, could you give me a call back and let me know? I assume, yes, the the uh, driving court is open today and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I had to check that because I self-represented. <laughs> so on our way to lunch, me still happy, getting ready to be um, fed and happy. Just, you know, heart on my sleeve. Just yeah, yeah. Your heart's been on your sleeve a lot. <laughs> a lot of sleeve, a lot of heart. <laughs> Just, I can see her. I can see her thinking, which is something you just don't want to happen when you're sitting by her in a two seater car. It was a four seater with four cylinders. It was the one she sped in. (laughs) She was feeding to the Olive Garden. But I can see her being like, I guess I'll have to represent myself. I, I, who do I need to talk to? What is the guy's name? The the prosecutor? Uh, Do I say Mr. Judge? Hey, Judge. (laughs) But I can see Heather getting perturbed would be a good word well just having to make peace with my new reality that raj done took i was in my mind i'm like i've never actually conducted a charge back on a credit card i do not know how yeah, she's like planning to call chase and like i don't even have chase but i'd still call them <laughs> and say chase can you chase raj now? but i'm like so when raj was so on top of communication yes. he created for me a certain expectation, right, that he was going to respond very efficiently. Then suddenly here at the end, kind of when it should be more important, mm-hmm. I was getting less communication, and it created with me angst. Okay, before we dog on Raj too much, he just called like 10 minutes ago, and he's like, I just got out of ca- a court case, and I was like, Heather's like, congratulations well, well. on winning. And then he's like, yeah, I did. Thank you so much. Yeah, still got a long night, but I could tell other was there. Okay, well, well. I'm going to need you to also have a long night. I'm going to have to need you to win tomorrow. There's only one court case that matters to me, and it was not the one today. It's the one tomorrow at 9.30. Where do you need me to be? So Roger's like, just didn't want you to make you feel like I forgot you. Like, bro, done thought that already, buddy. And he's like, I'll, you know, I'll call you tonight with your court information, or I can email you. 
Hey, buddy, all of that is fine. Okay, cool. That story aside, I'll give you, I know, I know you guys are invested now in my driving record. I'll definitely update you. I wanted to go to court if Raj wasn't going to show. Because Corey's just going to giggle at me. <laughs> <laughs> throw throw <laughs> you imagine? One, When I look nice, I look great. But when I don't, I look terrible. And Corey was going to go look terrible. I know it. And they were going to be like, ma'am, you forgot your son. <laughs> She, she deserves I'm a lawyer okay <laughs> arrest her um, so what I want to tie all that insanity into is client communication now having been on the receiving side or well frankly not receiving side mm-hmm. of communication it tells me that your clients that placed that order with you three months ago really really want to hear from you all they want to hear is that you've got this if raj had replied to any of those last three emails with a like even my dad's stereotypical like i got this is just the thumbs up emoji Mm -hmm. um, which nothing kills a conversation faster than it really is people if you just send an emoji back it it just it takes (laughs) the air out of the room i like (laughs) okay i guess you're i accidentally fat fingered a thumb emoji to somebody and i had to apologize to be like i'm so sorry that you thought that i was done with you (laughs) just so you know my mother who is never gonna listen to this podcast to end a conversation with us sends three dancing ladies. It'll always be three. They'll always be dancing. And frankly, they're dancing out of the room because she's done (laughs) with the conversation. Okay, so had Raja at any point said, Heather, if he had beat me to that recap email with Mm -hmm. all the attachments, which I know is annoying to people, but it's also extremely organized. If he had said, Heather, thank you so much for this. I've got it. Mm Mm-hmm. Best believe I wouldn't have sent the last two correspondence. I wouldn't have mm-hmm. called him. I wouldn't have emailed right. him. You would have time. felt confident in him right. because that was such a wide time gap from when you guys really yeah, Our last, last correspondence was September 16th. And then now I hear from him on uh, October 26th. It's that's more like than a, a month. month. Yeah, that's a ton of time. Which I get. He has a ton of clients and I'm just a number to him. But from a, from now we're talking about our, back to our businesses. Your cookie people do not want to feel like just a number to you. Yes, we all understand that we all have a ton of work to do to pay our bills. Mm-hmm. Right? And their little $60 cookie order is a drop in the bucket when you have to pay a lawyer $350. Yeah. <laughs> so what that client wants is they want you to just get in front of them before they have to get in front of you that's why i challenge people and cory and i were talking about it at olive garden is how much better would your clients feel if you sent an an email two weeks prior to their pickup date just letting them know you got it Mm -hmm. didn't forget about you got you on my list and a lot you know great way to do that is project management software which you hear me say but i was even thinking to myself does raj not have me on the calendar yeah, Heather was thinking, I think he might have the wrong day. He's not going to show up tomorrow. How do I ask for a continuance? I was like giving her the words I think she should say. We were doing a role play scenario. I was eating and I don't think I should have gotten in trouble. <laughs> I also volunteered. Because I was and it was a lot of work. <laughs> and a lot of people buy other people's trash. Um, but I would like to challenge, frankly, I'd like to challenge Corey to try to get, do you, what's your correspondence look like with a client who set an order a while ago? Okay. The clients who set an order a while ago, what I do is set a precedence because it helps them and it helps me. So I say, hey, your order isn't for three months. So I'm going to go quiet on you just for a bit. Doesn't mean I forgot about you. Next month, I'm going to check in again just to make sure nothing Setting expectations. on your end. I love that you tell them what's about yeah. to happen, that the silence is intentional and it doesn't mean they've been forgotten. Right. 
And I actually add that to my calendar, follow up with so-and-so today. Perfect. Um, and then I say, two weeks out from your order, I'm going to get super annoying and you're going to wish I just lost your email, but we're going to confirm all the details love one more it. time. But if I place an order with you, I would love to see my order details one last time before you get to bacon. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it differ, differs It differs from each client. Um, sometimes I have very chatty clients that they are like, just making sure we're on set. Okay, well, I just emailed you yesterday, but we're still good for tomorrow. Um, Am I so, your client? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ross, <laughs> call me, bro. Um, it just, it, it's for more of those um, farther out orders. I like to keep tabs and I like to set the expectations so they know what's required of me and I, and I can tell them what they can expect from me. Um, and I usually have happy people. So I say two weeks out, you're going to get another email me, from me. We're going to confirm the details. A week out, I'm going to get so annoying. You're going to just hate seeing my name. Um, and then the night before, we're going to reconfirm the details. I'm going to send you a quick photo of your set. In the morning of, I'll shoot you one more email to make sure we aren't on target for pickup. Perfect. That is getting in front of client communications before the client has to get in front of you. So if oftentimes, and the great way to see if you are good or bad about communication is see how many emails that the clients have to initiate with you. Mm -hmm. If most of your inbox is an original email and not a reply to, you aren't communicating enough and your audience is trying to say, hey, listen, we need a little bit more communications from you to feel comfortable. And I will say, uh, repeat orders and repeat customers, I have gained their trust and they require a lot less communication. Well, if I got another ticket, I wouldn't hire Roger. <laughs> Just kidding. If Roger gets me off, I love you forever. <laughs> but if you have, if you can build a rapport with people, it will save you time because you won't have to do that back and forth. They'll trust you a little bit more. So um, that's the plus side of getting reoccurring orders. It's usually with that first time client, they're nervous because I do require hundred percent of payment upfront. So they might be parting with 350 bucks and they're hoping that that there's cookies at the end of the tunnel. They're probably like, how do I contact Chase to create a chart? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and now I'd like to, now I'm going to know that everyone who's secretly listening to this has a secondary thought. If I reach out to them, they'll begin to add more to the scope or they'll change things. Mm-hmm. Um, that is called scope creep and there is a great way to handle it. I'm going to make Corey role play here a second. Okay. Pretend you placed an order with me two months ago. I just emailed you, hey, Corey, thank you so much for the order. Getting started on that wedding set that is two dozen and confirming uh, pickup date is whatever, Thursday. Uh, my bestie from out of town just said that she could fly in. Could you make two extra cookies just for her? I know it's last minute. Hey, really appreciate that. If you'd like to, I can add two additional. It will be an increase of this much. Should I send you the invoice right now? Send it, Boo Bear. Right. So when there is scope creep like that, I can charge an additional rate to accommodate or I can say no altogether. Hey, I'm so sorry. I've actually got the cutters order, whatever your excuse is, but never render more services without collecting more money. A lot of people will actually just say, yeah, forget it. I'm, I'm good with what I ordered. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're worried about scope creep, handle scope creep like a professional, like you are. So if I said, Hey, Roger, I got another speeding ticket. Would I expect him to represent me for two tickets? No, absolutely not. I'd expect him to say, sure, I can represent you at the same rate that I did before. And I'd probably be like, no, I'm just going to go self-represent this time I practice. <laughs> Corey in the car. <laughs> I had one client once and she says, yes, yeah, so excited to see these cookies. Can't wait to see the ones with their names on it. That's not what she ordered. Um, but the, by the time she had actually said that, her order was already done and it was drying. So I said, hey, actually, I just went back through our details. You didn't order cookies with your kids' names on it, but if you would 
like to add it to your order, it'll be an additional $15. But if you let me know by 5 p.m. tonight, I can be able to put it in the order for your pickup. The on wisest Saturday. thing you did there, though, aside from making more money by rendering more services, is putting a deadline. Right. If I don't hear from you by 5, then I'll assume that your order is going to stay as it was. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, a lot of us like open t- this window. And we say, um, yeah, just pay it whenever. Then what? whenever never comes because there was no true hard You're left deadline. in this weird limbo of guessing. Do they want it? Am I not going to make it? Are they going to be mad? I love giving a time frame. So one lady, she wanted to place an order today. I said, I'll need to know by tonight uh, because it takes three days to make this order. She instantly placed an order because she had the expectation. If you do not say it by today, you will not get it by Saturday. I totally agree. I totally agree. I love it. For the next thing, so the business of baking. Can I actually change your subject? Okay. I know. But I was really, Corey and I ran a test this last week on pickup deadline times, which is kind of segues from what you just said, kind of creating a hard deadline so that it's a do or die. It's not like this ambiguous, like, hey, you said you're coming today. Mm -hmm. Did you mean today at 10 a.m. or today at 10 p.m.? And if anybody knows me. Corey's with more jewelry, and I just want to let you know you're going to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) If anyone knows me, uh, my biggest bane of my, sorry, (laughs) dropped it. (laughs) The biggest bane of my existence is pickup times. Uh, I think that's the most people's. True. I just, it, it boggles my mind that people place an order and they never come for it. So, okay. I had to take that <laughs> Okay, that was Heather. Um, when people don't show up for their orders, every second after they are late is then time on me and it takes what's it from that, my profit. What's that movie where time on the planet was seven years when every minute... It is with Matthew McConaughey. Yes. Come on. It come on. is. I'm going to have to go. Not up. existential. It's Not come on. Definitely. Uh, Matt McCon in space. <laughs> interstellar. Interstellar. <laughs> Exponential. Ex- existential. Interstellar. Oh, okay. I was going to spell Matthew McConaughey. It's <laughs> murder. Lincoln there. Navigator guy. Um, okay. So, like, I can watch Corey. Like, after, if the pickup time is at 10 a.m., 10.01 is truly seven years in cookie baker time. Like every minute that they're late feels like another additional hour that you're waiting for them. Oh. So that 15 minutes, Corey's like on, upside down on the couch. Standing up. Pacing. I am just racing around the house. Looking at, is that, was that a shadow of a car? Did you see it? What? <laughs> every squirrel is mistaken for a car coming down the driveway. Um, anyways, it didn't mean to derail with Matthew McConaughey. But you were saying when somebody shows up late, it is uh, pulling money from my profit. So typically when you charge for an order, you have your time, ingredients, and profit. Your profit is anything left over after time and ingredients. So if time is continuing, then profits are <laughs> discontinuing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Corey and let me in charge. We had a DIY, Halloween DIY kit pre-sale. Yeah. And we sold a total of roughly 20, 20. DIY kits 10 were due for pickup this week, and 10, four, 5 were due for pickup. And then there were some random math. Corey had let some people go rogue, and I don't <laughs> want to talk about it. It still makes me upset. So we had 10 people that were supposed to show up this past Friday. Mm-hmm. So I was in charge of getting them. And I told Corey, I'm going to place $10 bet that I can get everyone to show up in the pickup window. Corey said, that's not going to happen. So here's what I did. I sent a total of four emails to these people. That confirmed in each email, I confirmed location. I even hyperlinked it to a Google Maps. I included a photo of the house uh-huh. that they'd be driving to. I included the time frame, and I did this four times. Okay, here's the important part. At the end of the email, I said, 
all bold. Can't make your pickup time? Question mark. New paragraph, no sweat at all. If you can't make your pickup time, we actually do not have an ability to reschedule, but we'll donate the kit in your name to a local family need. And there's a bunch of food drives around us. Ask me how I know. I volunteered at them apparently. <laughs> Just so you know that these kits, the majority of the ones we sold were about $45. So if they were not showing, they were half, they were leaving with empty pockets and hands. Right. So absolutely every single one of these emails said that if you weren't coming between 1030 and 2, you would not be able to get your kit. Uh -huh. And to ensure it, Corey and I scheduled a lunch or late dinner at late lunch, early dinner at three. So we wouldn't be there anyways. There Season's would 52 be for anyone with yeah. <laughs> With our little sister. So there would not be an option to say, I'm, I'm running late. And Heather, the whole day is like, I'm not doing it. Not going to do it. Seriously, yeah. going to give it away. So we sent four emails. So I sent the, so I got their uh, first confirmation, just placing the order. Mm -hmm. Then I sent them an email with the address. This is that first like threat. I call it a threat of violence. Mm -hmm. Then the day before, they got an email reminder again with all the same information. And the morning of at nine with the pickup window starting at 1030, they got that additional. Now at one... 45, 15 till close yes. of this window. Two people hadn't shown up yet. But we had collected intentionally their phone numbers. So I texted them. I said, hey, this is an autoresponder. It wasn't. It was just me. <laughs> I was just typing and pasting. I said, hey, this is an autoresponder. Um, just letting you know that you have to pick up your kit today at 2. Thank you so much. Again, here's the address. Immediately. I, when I click send on the first one, the lady walks up to the door. The second lady sends a text and email and another email saying, I'm on my way, I'm on my way. She, she comes was going to risk her perfect driving record to get this. <laughs> hey, if you need a lawyer, Raj is okay. <laughs> um, but she shows up at 157. Yeah. So we had a 100% pickup rate. And I would like to attest to being continual reminders and that threat of violence. Just I'm saying a threat of violence, it's literally donating a kit to a family in need, not right. that violent. But a lot of people are like, absolutely not on my watch. I'll help somebody else in need. <laughs> I will get my $45 kit. But when we have hard boundaries, mm -hmm. people respect them. If we say, oh, that's fine. I'll leave it on the porch. Yeah, they're not going to respect yeah. it. We didn't respect our own boundary. Why would we expect somebody else to respect that? Yeah. Um, so we do have the second kit pickup day on saturday mm -hmm. this is only four people this time i have everybody getting a text reminder at the same time they get the email reminder because Corey and i have found out that not everyone checks their email which is odd to me crazy we have the three other emails and then they have already received that first original email and the text message reminder goes out at nine in the morning which gives them an extra hour and a half before pickup time opens that they need to make their arrangements so we'll come back to you with the data. Are, is everyone going to show up at 1030? Are they going to wait till 2? Who knows? Right. But if they wait till 201, they've got a problem. Or somebody else has got a free kit. But What's going to happen is they've I'm got the spirit sit, of giving, kicking in here. I'm going to sit on the porch and I'm going to start eating each cookie, each a cookie a minute. I've timed myself before <laughs> I can do it. So the important thing there is, uh, again, with client communication, I couldn't get upset if somebody didn't show up if I didn't tell them they had to. Um, and a lot of times when we're like, you know, pickup is any time on, no, it's not any time, man. It, it it has to be a window. It has to be a start and end time. And you have to enforce it. Mm -hmm. uh, so one lady said, hey, can't, this was, uh, this is what I'm talking about, these kind of rogue people. One lady said, hey, can't pick up Friday last week. Can I pick up on Saturday? And Corey said, yes. That lady is already saying, hey, listen, I'm not following your rules. Mm -hmm. And we said, oh, that's sure, sure, fine. You don't have to follow the rules. Mm -hmm. Even though she got the same reminders she, because she was doing porch pickup, 
it wasn't enforced. Guess who never came on Saturday? Mm. She never came. Mm. So I said, you know, it's nine at night. I look out. There's a stupid white box on a chair. <laughs> and I said, Corey, she never got it. And Corey sends her a message saying, hey, which she had an email from us. She had four emails yes. from me. Yeah, she had my messenger. I said, hey, Corey, she said, I just it. forgot. I just can't come get it tomorrow at 10. I said, at 10, it'll be out. She shows up at 1230. Well, she did ask us to be a vendor at the hotel she okay. runs. <laughs> That would just be another nightmare. Corey wants to do it as a test. I know we'll be cursing about it here. Not cursing, Mom. Uh-uh. We'll be talking about Snuggle. it <laughs> But so, okay. So we talked about client communication in my experience as an end user. I would like more onto, I would like you to annoy me with communication than me to have to annoy you. Right. Um, from an end user, from the client's perspective. And then when we were annoying our clients, you know, I was never abrasive with them, but I did set the boundary that at two, at two, at two, there would be no ability to get that kit. Mm-hmm. And it really worked. And speaking of I was about to lose $10. I was getting sweaty there at 155 <laughs> Yes, she was. We put money on it. Um, speaking of communication, um, because I have my job form set up and because of the Facebook outage of 2021, I make sure that everyone submits their orders to that form. Uh, so if something were to go out, like Facebook uh, went down for a whole day, it doesn't stop my communication um, i'm not up the creek without a paddle which is great though because i can pull up Corey's job form and export the list of people who placed an order for that specific kit then copy and paste her email address into i don't have to go say well Corey had a text here and then she had an mm-hmm. instagram message here and then she had a messenger message and collected venmo and then over here she collected paypal right. it's too difficult streamline it you're going to thank yourself you may lose a few sales but let me tell you you're going to use lose a lot more money when you go to get your hair dyed because of the gray hairs those people caused amen um all right that takes us to the course heather tell us what is this course what it's about who it's for and what do you want to showcase about it today so Corey and i launched which you could see in my log of poor communications with raj on august 31st we launched the cookie college, which is basically a lot of the things we talk about here, but course material that supports it. So talk about domain names, that's broad. There I walk you through how I reserve a domain name, how I hook it up to a Google workspace, how we use it to connect it to JotForm, and then how we optimize it from there. So it's a lot of work. I'm going to say that everyone paid into that, didn't realize they had more work to do, but most things in life require work to be successful. Mm -hmm. The Cookie College is no different. But you have Heather taking you step by step by step, um, which in real life you don't. Uh, So it's nice to have her in your back pocket when you need it. (laughs) Yeah, usually I'm busy writing emails to Raj. So, but Corey today filmed everything you'd want to know about DIY kits. And what we did is we featured the DIY kits I was just talking about, which are Halloween pre-sales. Um, the DIY kits, we walk through what she did, how she did it. I give you all the emails that I actually sent to these poor people um, with the threat of violence included, the text message, and I walk you through how we set up the job form and things like that. So really, it's pretty comprehensive. Um, you did a great job this morning. Thanks. My voice was hurting at the end. I talked too much. Yeah, that was good. I'm still talking. <laughs> so I uploaded that. So I think that was eight courses. It even ends with like what we wish we did differently. Yeah, what we would have changed, um, how we would have tweaked it, and uh, what copy we used. So mm-hmm. I didn't run an ad for it. So that was completely organic. So you're going to see our our gameplay, how we were able to sell out. Yeah, we, and our goal was 20. Um, and we sold 20. We sold 20. Hindsight, wish we would have charged more. We sold them out way too fast. It should have been more of a lingering thing. I do. I am in the camp that if you sell out too fast, you probably were charging too little. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and having rendered all the work now, I think it was more work 
then it, we got paid for. And just so you know, Heather did not roll out one cookie, so take that in course right just i do heather, logistics. I could, heather does legit i think i honestly would have shut down my shop a while ago heather okay. just gonna email okay. Here's okay. How to i just want to say at like thursday night around nine o'clock i still had a custom order i had to do but heather's like crap i counted wrong then i'm ripping open boxes and heather said no no, no, no. i counted right then I'm taking boxes back. You know what I did wrong? Corey had let two people pick up randomly in the middle of the week, and apparently I things don't last that long. Um, and then we let somebody sign up for a class last second because we had a class this weekend too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is what we were not thinking, man. No, no. But the Cookie College, I think we've actually almost filled up all the seats that were open for this month. There might be a few left because it's now in this like cycle of people like signing up and then people like you know canceling. Taking a break, which is great. Like, because if you signed up for just a month, you can go back and take all the courses that are in there um, for the month. Yeah. So you no, can- for the entire for the entire duration that the courses the college has been up, which now is two months, you could sign up today and go take all the classes really fast, and then cancel your membership within a month. Yeah. And you would have gotten all the knowledge. And we also include the digital downloads, which we drop every month. Now people really like the digital downloads, so you can buy those just by themselves. It's the only thing that we're selling outside of the course. A la carte, yeah. Okay, take us to voicemails. Okay, we don't have, we do have voicemails, but I felt like we were not being, like, too nice to the email questions, so I brought those up. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. This is from Carol. It is sent to me very odd with a lot of weird line breaks, so I'm going to try to read it. She said, hey, I'm Carol from Whipped Meringue Bakery. That's a cute name. Can I just say I love listening to you all? Uh, I've been in the business for three years now. Before this, I was in corporate America working customer service before staying home with my kiddos. It's so refreshing to hear you tell other bakers to be nice and respectful to their customers. I like that. Um, Anyways, my question. I am thinking of starting a Bake of the Month club. I know uh, many people do treat boxes, but honestly, with four kids, I only have time to make one type of treat and not four types. I was wondering how I can lure people in without eating my bottom line. I currently offer... Free delivery for cakes within a five mile radius, but I usually only, but it's usually only one cake on each delivery. I'm dropping multiple orders off that equals time and more gas exclamation point. So do I raise the price of my treat enough that the tank of the gas would be like spread throughout X amount or the orders just stay, um, delivery is included or do I stay away from delivery and do porch pickups or do I offer a lower price for delivery? Um, pickups would be more. So she goes on to say, there's just so many line breaks that my formatting is way off in there. So I'm just, the summary is this. Okay. <laughs> Corey, look at how it's set. It's, it's literally, there's weird characters between each line. I'm just trying to put it together. Okay. She has, she wants to say, delivery is eating, Corey's just laughing at me. Delivery is eating her bottom line. Yes. That is telling me don't deliver. At the end of the day, with that much stress and anxiety around delivery, yeah, I'd have to say, in, Probably skip it. Just in Northern Virginia alone, the amount of traffic that you enter just leaving your house makes it so that I don't offer delivery. Um, if you pay me an exorbitant amount for it, I might think about it depending on the traffic uh, situation, but I don't offer it because it is such an expense. You're thinking wear and tear on your car. That's not something you put into your price. There's also the cost of gas, the cost of insurance, because technically you shouldn't be 
necessarily delivering, and I'm not even going to get into the insurance part of it, but if you were to get an accident doing business in your personal vehicle, you could get dropped by your insurance carrier. Um, so those things don't really tell me that you should offer delivery. If someone wants something bad enough, they'll always show up at my door and get it. Um, if they don't want it bad enough, then I'm probably not their ideal baker. I agree. And I think that by not delivering, which you don't, um, you save a lot of headache. Granted, you guarantee everything's on time, right? That's true. Um, but in Northern Virginia, there's too much traffic but to ever... But here's the thing. Yeah, you can guarantee things are on time, but if, what if you get a flat on the side of the road, you get stuck in horrendous traffic? I'd like to say, what if you got a speeding ticket? Or a speeding ticket. Okay, here's <laughs> but here's the thing. Then it's on you. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're late, that's something that's on them, but you're not losing any money. If it's on you, then you'll feel as a business like, wow, I could get a bad review. The party started and I was an hour late. Another I could have ruined point. it. You've then- introduced and you guys have for gas, which was pretty expensive when I stood in the last line. Yeah. I think. So wear and tear. It's, ex- like, it's expensive also. because you spade. <laughs> no, she's trying to use less gas by getting there quicker. <laughs> right. um, okay. So we have another email. It's a little long. So Sarah, Sarah Marshall, which I feel like that's a name from a movie. I think it is. Right. Oh, is it a uh, Tomb Raider? Oh, no, I thought it was like a cute, like, hold on. Going on my Hold fifth on. date with Sarah Marshall. Oh. Okay, read. I'll, I'll look it up. Okay. So basically, I'm going to summarize. Forgetting Sarah Marshall forgetting 2000. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. We did not forget to. Okay. Um, Sarah actually lives in Vienna. Sweet Life Inova is her business oh name. Oh, my goodness. She went to the Reston Chamber of Commerce. Oh, my goodness. Meet somebody, and they're like, hey, we're issuing business grants for small businesses in the area. Okay. She said, I think it would be a great fit. She has all these ideas, but she's like, how do I pitch myself? How do I pitch what I'm offering to be able to secure it? What she says, this grant would change your life, change your business. Oh, wow. Um, so she's saying, um, along with the funding, there's a dedicated mentor from a large company. So you do whatever this is, seems like a great opportunity. Yeah. Like, I'm like bummed that we didn't even hear about it, but that would require us going to a chamber to of commerce. So, yeah. <laughs> and that would mean I have to tower. Um, okay. Enough blabbing. If you're still reading, she says, just looking for creative ideas that you'd be willing to share. I think I could get the funds, but I want to make sure I have a solid case for why I should. And just the deadline alone, along with orders, shuttling kids, it's scaring me. It's overwhelming me. Um, I know I could figure out if I had more time, but literally she's got a week. Wow. Any ideas? Right. Hey, opportunities are usually the short notice, right? In my mind, you're sitting in front of like a panel of people. That's just how I'm painting it out. I mean, look, we're dealing with cookies. Make them a cookie. <laughs> right. If you can make them a set of cookies. So rest in Chamber of Commerce meets in rest in Virginia, just outside of D.C. What iconic things could you she bake into to a say, cookie? don't forget Sarah Marshall. That's Don't hilarious. <laughs> also, I thought it'd be funny if someone made an easy pass cookie, like a toll transponder. Oh, it would be so great. Mm-hmm. So to get to rest in the fastest way is spending an exorbitant amount on the toll road. Most of us have paid out in that hostage situation. But I think that would resonate with them. It would be funny because everyone hates the toll road, but we still have to take it um, and things like that. As far as marketing yourself, always speak to people in the terms of how they would benefit. Um, a lot of times when we if you can't say like how they benefit, how you can benefit the local community, because that's what the chamber's for. Right. So let's say um, if I was a member of the chamber, I would love to know how giving you this grant would allow our chamber to grow as well. Like how will you also feature the Chamber of Commerce? How will you help the community? What marketing campaigns will you have behind your projects? Yeah. Um, if you are donating, it, it starts off that she met all of this. All this came from a kids give back campaign that she was involved in. So how did you market? 
market that? How can you say to the chamber, by giving me money, I will help spread this cause even further? And that comes down to, I hate to say it, everything we've ever been talking about, a strong email list, a strong Facebook following, a a Facebook group that you're a part of. I know Northern Virginia Foodies is thousands and thousands Mm -hmm. of people. Are you you an active member there and things like that? Um, could you partner with real estate agents who focus on local business like Reston Realtors? Is there anybody in the chamber that you could partner with and kind of give them some notoriety in this as well? Yeah. Best of luck. I want to know how that goes. Yeah. Do not forget Sarah Marshall. We want to know how it went. Yeah, Sarah Marshall. (laughs) But I think that's a great thing. I think you're really putting yourself out there. Um, I would love to get more involved in that. But it just really, honestly, at the end of the day, you have to leave your house. Look, 2022. We're going to leave. We are. We are. We're going to walk out that front door. Okay. And we're going to shut it and lock it. Right. Okay. Great. I'm just going through. Oh, we have. I'm sorry. I'm just reading through the emails. Uh, Dottie is. (laughs) Dottie is a baker in Maryland, just over the line. Um, She's really well known. A lot of people have her cookie cutters and they, you know, she'll give you these cool pins if you order from Mm -hmm. her. Um, And it says you're a. Jag, not a Honda, like kind of like Charger Worth. It's really funny. I really love her. She is having an event at the Vanquish Brewery in Leesburg on November 9th. Mm -hmm. And Corey and I are invited to speak. And what we're going to talk about is community over competition. And that's crazy that another baker is allowing us to talk to her baker friends because it truly is community over competition. Right, right, right. I love it. Um, I think that is it. There are so many emails I got to kind of pour through. Um, <laughs> so, see Heather dropped the ball. She was too busy ooh, emailing Raj. <laughs> I, I needed to get my guy. So anyways, uh, one thing I want to talk about. We have had so many Facebook lives. So many Facebook lives. Congra- little round of applause for Heather for putting them on bar. Oh, yeah. I forgot to tag um, Meredith's live right now. That's what it says. I put Meredith's live right now. Oh, great. I'm sorry. I got to tag it into the uh, thing. Keep talking. Okay. So we're going to group stuff. I want to talk about the past lives. They did a macaron making. It's the Swiss method with the Martins. Um, and this one is guaranteed no kid interruptions. They got a sitter and they were able to go to her mom's house and they were able to bake the Swiss method um, for macarons. I took their first class and it has made me this macaron connoisseur. Um, And I got an order last week for 90 bucks. um, So it was fantastic to add that to my menu. And I look forward to honing those skills in. Then we had Lawyer Baker AMA with Tammy Browning-Smith. And that is where everyone could ask those techie questions that me and Heather have no clue about it. Tammy, how do I represent myself? (laughs) (laughs) So people, that was a fantastic live and you can catch that one. We had the Main Street Cookie, um, Main Street Cookie Club, uh, and it was fantastic. You can still look up that if you want to um, by looking up the hashtag Sugar Cookie Marketing Club on Instagram, and then Biscotti Bake Along with Jessica Forrester. I have seen so many cool biscottis. biscottis. Right. Um, also missing from here, Alondra, who's also speaking today at eight thirty, taught us how to do those Day of the Dead flowers. Oh, yes. It was really cute. It was super simple. So she did two of them in the Facebook Live. Yeah. Again, all of these are in the events tab. Go to uh, the group, events, and then scroll down to past events. I pin their lives at the top of their events. So 
can go watch that there. Now we have upcoming events right now is happening. The Bake Along, the Creme Brulee and Lemon Curd with James Martin. He is a full-time chef and baker, and he is giving literally all their secrets away. So if you would like to add Creme Brulee and the Lemon Curd, that is going on now. Then we have Time and Organization using Asana with Alondra Mercado, and that is today at 8.30 p.m., um, Heather loves Asana. She swears by it. It's a project management software. Um, you'll never forget to do something. So Heather has on there, must be a million times, annoy Corey. Um, and she checks them all off day. her list. Not one day have I missed. Um, <laughs> and then we have last is bakery cleaning and organization with Bev Hansen. And that is tomorrow at 11 a.m. Bev um, is really good at 3D cookies. It's like her new passion project. And she keeps I posting about her, them. Yeah. She posts about them in Sam's Cookie University as well. Um, is really impressive. Like she made a coal haunted house in a coffin. I was really impressed. Um, and I also love cleaning tips. So that's going to be me. Now, like I mentioned before, our upcoming events is a sugar dot social at Vanish Brewery on November 9th. That'll be from 5 PM to 8 PM. If you live in, are you making more noises? I put it back down. Okay. I'm also very hot. So keep going. (laughs) 5 PM to 8 PM. Um, so if you know what I mean, when I say dynamic toll road pricing, you're probably within proximity of joining us. Yes. Um, after that, we are coming up with the meaning of Christmas collab. I'm going to have that posted probably in two weeks, two weeks. Yep. I'm busy. (laughs) I'm busy going to court. (laughs) Okay. And that will be December 17th. And what, oh, you want to get, you want to bake cookies for somebody that's done, been involved in your life in a positive way. This is kind of giving back thing, like a outward facing collab. Um, I think it would be really fun to read the stories of how these people that you're gifting these cookies to have affected you in a positive way. Mm -hmm. I think showcasing who you gave the cookies to, maybe them holding the cookies, maybe you standing next to them would be a great way to be like, hey, I'm giving back to the community because my community deserves it. I'd like to challenge you, like, I know people are like my great-grandmother, and I'm sure she's amazing, but how about those small difference people? So Corey got this idea because we have this waiter at Season 52, his name, if you went to our event, he was the bartender. Yeah. Um, Sean, Corey gave him some cookies, and I've never seen the guy so shocked that somebody thought of him. Um, in such a way, and all he did is be the absolute best waiter on the planet. But, um, so think about it. You know, is your postal worker, are they, like, just above average and they've just gone out of their way to make your day a little bit better? This would be a great way to turn around and be like, hey, I know you didn't think anyone was going to think of you this way, but I did because you yeah. mean that much. Right. Um, so I think, yeah, if you could think, like, you know, the person, I don't have a kid, but I hear that you spend a lot of time in pickup lines. If there's a lady or a man who really helped manage pickup lines, that would be somebody to focus on. You know, just make their day a little extra special. If you special. know if you're in the pickup line, you're going to have to throw the cookies at them. Otherwise, you're going to get honked at. <laughs> I shouldn't probably be telling people how to pick up their kids as I don't pick up children. <laughs> but what are some other ideas? Um, I think a cashier at your favorite, you know, grocery spot that you go to, um, your coffee person you see every single morning. Uh, those types of people. I was thinking of doing the guy at California Tortilla. <laughs> Corey goes to this weird restaurant that most of them have closed. She found the one. It's 40 remained. minutes away, but I make my son and me go on just a me and my son date every Sunday for lunch. We always go to the California Tortilla. And this guy has worked there. I mean, I've been going longer than he's worked there, but he's worked there for a few years now. So you talk to him every Sunday. So, I mean, like, okay, California Tortilla uh, is essentially like a Chipotle. It is. Right. So you're not even Harley. There's no waiter. So I guarantee you nobody's ever turned around and said, Guy, thanks so much for the extra 
scoop of guac, you know, like, because nobody thinks about these people who do these nice things, who go out of their way to be nice and expect nothing from it. Yeah. Um, so this collab would be a really nice way to say, hey, I know you didn't expect this, but, you know, I just thought of you and you've been like a great person. Yeah. And you can showcase something in your town. So a small coffee shop and the owner is always one who serves you. That's a great person. Um, bread place, bagel place. You were hungry. <laughs> I did go to Panera this morning. <laughs> you did? I wait, had me to a bagel. Wait. For the mail. I knew you were late. To open. I knew you were late for more than just speaking of the mail. Um, speaking. Oh, yeah. We'll get to the mail in a minute. Um, Twinterests. Ooh. Take it away. <laughs> I was going to say. So I'm going to uh, visit Don, who I'm dating. Not Eddie. Donna. Corey calls him Donna, which she's annoying. But <laughs> they had to go to a Halloween get together, right? And I haven't dressed for Halloween in ever. Um, so I was thinking like the only thing people tell me I look like is Anna Kendrick. So I'm going to try to go as Anna How Kendrick. How can you go as Anna Kendrick? song. Anna Everyone knows. Are you just going to bring Red Solo Cups with you? It's, did you, you don't know the song then. It's, it's not the, Red It's not Red Solo Cups. It's like. She uses the cups. It's a very. To make the song. Yeah. Do you, have you ever been to a Pizza Hut when they used to have dine-in? I okay, still do. Do you know the cups that red plastic? A red solo cup. It's not a red solo cup. It's says plastic cups, which I found on Amazon. I know and exactly. And she's wearing an apron, and her hair is done really specifically, and she's wearing a blue shirt. That's as close as I can well, get. Well, keep the apron because I'm going to put you to work when you come back. I don't want to go. I'm just doing the red solo, the red cup thing. Um, red so solo that's, cup. <laughs> be taking a red solo cup and drinking out of it. Mom! Okay, what is your turn to do? Oh, I don't know. You have to keep talking because I left the image of the mailbag on my camera. So just think of something. What okay. Have what have I bought? I actually – tell me if this is a good thing. We all – I hate painting with gold. Um, I'm really, really bad at it. Uh, love wearing it. <laughs> but I found on Etsy this, like, uh, palette. And it's, like, these all these different gold colors. So rose gold, copper, silver, gold gold, white gold, everything like that. And then you just dab your uh, paintbrush in water. And then you dab it on there. And it's supposed to be, like, an even tone every time. Let me know. It's in my shopping cart. It was not cheap, so I have not pressed the purchase button, but it was about $50. But what it was a paint palette. you guys always talk about? I ordered that. Oh. But I just wondered if this paint palette was anything better or anything worse. Also, the stupid car tray is my new favorite thing. I put everything on it. I don't know how I was living my life without it. Oh, I can really? speed around like Heather, and, and nothing falls. Well, if you get caught, okay, what are you doing? I'm trying. Okay. So we got, we went to the mailbag. We're going to move a mailbag on up here. We got two things in mailbag. Both are awesome. One is from Heather. Corey, Corey. which is great because Heather has a great name. So Heather sent us from famous old Bucky's. Bucky's. <laughs> what was it again? Because I know you were eating my bag. Uh, what was it called? I don't know what it was called, but it was caramel salted puffballs of amazingness. Right. It's whatever Bucky's is most known for. Then a magnet with Dallas on it and a really nice card. Didn't want to read it to you. It did say I was a favorite because we had the same name. Just kidding. I didn't say that at all. <laughs> it said, please give Heather her back. <laughs> uh, and then Caitlin Armstrong sent the most hilarious Christmas ornament. That is a Facebook jail. <gasps> Um, 2021 with beads at the top. Yes. I posted a picture of it in the group. So oh. if you haven't seen that, definitely swing by. She even said, I, I got, I ordered this before Corey got thrown in jail the last time. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Okay. And now to finish this up, our sponsors, Eddie Eduardo. 
Edifer, he, they, Primera is working on, you know, tweaking their paint colors. Mm-hmm. They've heard the people speak. I've never seen customer service like Eddie's does. If Eddie was a lawyer, I'd have hired him to represent me in court. In Primera. <laughs> yeah. So I think people are like, we don't like how the red prints. And they're literally sitting down and asking their group, hey, do you like this red better? Here's the effects. Here's what would happen. Here's how we'd handle it. And like showing you on a printed cookie. Yeah, so I think, Eddie, if you see how he prints, I don't think, okay, again, we're printing on a cookie, so already that is, like, crazy. Mm -hmm. But I think the reds came a little more pinkish, which meant that a lot of people were having to adjust the reds in, like, a post-processing software. Right. But for ease of use, Eddie said, we're going to try to tweak the reds to be a little bit more true to color. Nice. But as color theory states, it affects every color because red is involved in blues and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Really enjoy how Eddie really goes out of the way. When was the last Eddie cookie printed? I did an order last Monday. It was a corporate order um, for Taylor Living. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did that. It was their logo. That's it was their logo. And then I quoted one today, so we'll see if I can get that. Great. Eddie is great for really large orders that you just don't have time for, but you still want to make a huge problem. Or anything you want to airbrush. So I really want to start incorporating it into my set. So if I'm doing uh, cuties on the way, a little cutie set, I want my the one you know word that says baby that everyone uses. I want to use Eddie on the background of that to really make it pop um, and to stand out. So that's something I'm working on. Need a little crash course from Heller. Now, Eddie has caught up with shipping time. So you buy an Eddie today, you get an Eddie. Tomorrow. Yeah, something like that. You get a really fast turnaround. And then something else, it sounds like they have a few more refurbished. Now, I am team refurbed all the way. A lot of the DSLR cameras we have are factory refurbished, uh, usually from Canon. Um, I'm a firm believer in that's not a risk to me. That's an investment. Um, so the Eddie, somebody price it out. An Eddie typically today in the U.S. would be three thousand. The refurbished model is two thousand. So you do wow. save a thousand dollars. They'll put you on a wait list um, for when those units come back and they go out. But I've seen people getting them now. So that's crazy. Um, well, definitely, if you're on the fence, put your name on that wait list. Yeah, well, worst thing I can say is I don't want it anymore. All right. Next up is Bakety Bake. It's a meringue powder. It's my favorite. Um, <laughs> Bakety Bake is a meringue powder. Uh, just like you would use Genie's or you'd use Wilton's, this is a brand by a cookier over in Idaho. But I love this brand. I've used Genie's for so long. Nothing against Genie's. If you have no issues with Genie's, stay with Genie's. Um, but I was not able to write on cookies um, with fine tip edible markers without it poking through. Sad face. Um, also, Genie's crusted over a little faster so I can fix my issues. I am not like a Wonder Woman when it comes to decorating cookies, so I do have a lot of issues I need mm-hmm. to fix. This gave me a little bit more time. You can get 10% off using the code TWINS. That's T-W-I-N-S. Um, at checkout. And guess what? She has a sample pack. So you can buy the sample pack, test it out, see if it works for you like it did for me, and then you can dive in. So you can buy a one pound bag, sample bag, or a five pound bag. Um, so I'm buying a five pound bags. Oh, really? Girl, yeah. How much is a five pound bag? Do you know? I think it was like 80 something. It's cheaper if you do the math to buy the five pound bag, especially if you know that you're going to continue buying it. Um, so. So definitely like dip your toe in. Dip your big toe in, yeah, your cookie, <laughs> and see and what they sell like. the phone pictures on our group. <laughs> that is the next thing. So, Cast Iron had a wild uh, debut last week. They offered those snapper uh, packages. I had to ping Emily and see who they chose. I hope they don't think I'm picking because I'm not picking. Because there's some great, you're absolutely not. Uh, it gave them. A- they have access to their group. Don't be picking. <laughs> um, Cast Iron is a great option for people who just can't with websites. Um, they are. They are. 
get it. I don't know. <laughs> not going to be well in my court tomorrow. <laughs> um, they tack on a 10% fee to each order that the client pays, which means cast iron is completely free for the baker. Now, that's always a thing is like, hey, is this going to be a good investment for me? Is that 10% going to be too expensive? It is a perfect solution if you don't have a website. And the crazy thing is Emily will set you up one. There's another guy named Matt in the group. Mm -hmm. He's offering, if you say, I don't know how to do cast iron. That's like apparently his bat signal. He finds a post and says, <laughs> I'll do it for you. Um, so they're really, they're as Eddie is to edible printers, cast iron is to setting up their platform. Um, it is truly made for the baker. And then the 10% fee that cast iron makes because it's free to you is passed on to the client. They're willing, they're thinking, they're talking about making some op options for people there who want to absorb that cost. But if you do not have a website, may I just challenge you to either reach out to Emily and Matt and see if they can set you up one, which they'll obviously do. They've been begging right. for me to send them people. Um, and just see if you like it. Just take it for a test drive. It's no risk to you because it's zero dollars. Yeah. And I think what's great is they're always listening. So I said, hey, I would really like if we could include an inspo photo in the order form. And she's like, hey. We got it on our list. Yeah, they even took, um, they posted a Google form in the group and said, hey, tell us what you want. Like, tell us what you hate about your order checkout process. Tell us what you wish. Um, and then as people were giving her feedback during their launch day in the group, Emily was constantly there saying, thank you so much. How would you like this to be set up? Give me more feedback. And then they take it back and they really do try to implement it, which I can, I can respect any company who listens and tries to understand why and then help you along the way. Right. Um, that wraps us up for sponsors. If you were ever considering being a sponsor, shoot us an email um, at hello at sugar cookie marketing. Uh, we do only choose sponsors that we believe in the products ourselves. So if we hate what you do, you're not going to do it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but there is sponsorships opportunities, whether it be email um, for our newsletter, um, the podcast, and was there something else? Yeah, some people want to teach Facebook Lives either for the Cookie College and then we add their course material to the membership so that, um, like, we have an app, Bake. Ba Bakesy. Oh, my goodness. What yeah, am I doing? Well. I'm just failing here at the end. Bakesy is going to teach you how to use their app. That uh, course information will be uploaded to the Cookie College. And so Cast Iron is also going to create some coursework that will teach you guys how to use it. Yeah. So you have you can either do those things, um, but we love, we love our sponsors. They are what keeps this podcast going. So if you think someone is an awesome fit for it, shoot them our information. If you want to be a part of it, let us know. Let us talk. Let us discuss. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> but quality over here at the Baking It Down Manga. All right. If Heather gets locked up tomorrow, I will be running this ship into the ground by myself. <laughs> We're already in Facebook jail. We're just rotating in and out <laughs> at this point. But um, see you guys next week. And in between now and then, happy Halloween. Definitely thinking about you guys knocking out those orders. You got this. Sleep when you're dead. I'm just kidding. That's a Halloween joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Have a beautiful week. <laughs> okay, <no, I'm> <laughs>